Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Engineered Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Sarah Sheikh. I'm an engineer turned multi-six-figure fashion designer and a business growth strategist. I have a master's degree in cybersecurity engineering and 25 years of corporate experience and a wife and a mother of three wonderful children. This is your show to learn from me and other inspiring entrepreneurs, the how-tos of brand visibility, business growth, funnel and website design so you can put your purpose into action. So if you are ready to uplevel your business strategy and your income to live your best life while making impact on the world, this is the show for you. I'm thrilled to have you here. So let's get rocking. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon. Happy Monday afternoon. Welcome to our weekly guest expert interview. We have got the amazing Salone Ikevaria today with us. I'm going to introduce her in a minute. Today, we're going to dig deep into how to get grants to get your business started. This is something I myself have been, you know, learning and trying to teach my clients, those that are wanting to get some help, a little bit of help to get started. So this is going to be an exciting topic. So I hope you guys are ready with pen and paper to take some notes. So let me go ahead and introduce our guest. So without further ado, let's bring on Salon. Hello. Hey, Salon. Sarah, thank you so much for having me. Of course, it is a great pleasure to have you. We always love to bring experts from different backgrounds so our community can learn about every little thing that they need to learn regarding their businesses or how to grow their businesses. So this is going to be a great topic. I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself, and then we're going to dive deep into the interview. Absolutely. So thank you so much for being here with us today. My name is Sloan. I am the founder and CEO of Buffalo Ambition Co. It is a legacy brand. And I, I am on a diehard mission to completely eradicate the funding inequalities that exist in the funding space. What do I mean by that? Women only receive two to 7% of funding for business, Sarah, which is absolutely crazy when you think about the fact that we actually own and manage 40% of all businesses in the United States. So that's a huge discrepancy right there. So huge. it's it's very sad. And that's why that's my passion um, to just help women get access to money and opportunities so that they could grow their businesses. And that's really what I do each and every day. I'm a mom of four. I am an adrenaline junkie. I love to rock climb and skateboard. And so I live a, a very blessed, very exciting life. Girl, I wouldn't have even guessed that you had one child, let alone four. You look amazing. You look amazing. So, yeah. You know what? We need to link hands together to eradicate this inequality. It's ridiculous. We see inequality in many places, but for, for this huge discrepancy, and especially, like you said, over 40% is owned by women, led by women, we need to get a share of that too. Yeah. 
when it comes to grants. So we'll definitely eradicate that. So tell us a little bit about why or when did you get started to work into, you know, um, grants or helping entrepreneurs? I mean, something must have triggered you. So what was what was the reason that you got started into this? Absolutely. So I used to work as a grant writer. Um, I started when my mom had a really bad grant writing experience with her nonprofit. And I said, you know what, we're not going to hire anybody else. I will figure it out. I will do it myself. That was back in 2009. Fast forward to 2017. And now my husband and I are owners of barbershops. And as we have, I mean, we're in the red because we have loans that had been taken out and I'm trying to get grants for the business. I kept coming up against a wall. And as I applied, I just wasn't getting any funding. And I said, hold on, I know what I'm doing. I know who I serve. Why is this happening? And eventually I decided to start applying to grants alongside my husband. Mm -hmm. And we started getting approved. So when I asked the question to the funder, why is it that when I applied to this very same grant months prior, I wasn't, I was, I, there was a gatekeeper there. I wasn't approved. Why is it now I am? Well, because you're a woman in a predominantly male-dominated industry and women in funding and business are seen as a liability. So it wasn't until you applied with your husband that now you have some credibility. Really? That's insane. And that was my first taste at really that prejudice that exists in the funding space. And that's kind of what started me from there. I started working with more nonprofits, but this kept coming up with my clients of girl, I can't seem to get a business loan. No investor buy-in what is happening. And I kept just hearing this tug of this is who you have to serve. You have to help women get money to build their businesses because they have a vision in their gut that they can't bring to fruition because that money's not there. Yeah. That is insane. But this is a good tip for everybody. So if you are in a male dominated industry, apply with somebody else with your spouse. So that means you have to have a male applicant. It it definitely helps. I will say um, right now we are actually opening a beauty academy. And the way that I've been able to secure funding for this academy is because I own 51% of the business, which makes me eligible to apply to female founded grants, even though I'm in partnership with my husband, who is a male. That's that's ridiculous. It's it's insane. But it's good to learn, right? Absolutely. Once you learn, you know how to, you know, navigate. Yes. Otherwise, you're going to continue to ask, why am I not getting approved? Yes. Why, why, why? And you're not going to have the answer because sometimes they don't give you the direct answer. I'm surprised the when you called that, they actually told you exactly why you were not being approved. Oh, yeah. Not They're not really, you know, transparent every time they, because... They're also afraid of being either sued for discrimination, et cetera. So they don't really tell you the truth. So knowing the truth is going to equip you on how to navigate the application process. And I think it's just also a matter of most applicants do not take the extra step. Um, we actually had to go in and I had to have conversations with him about, you know, the mentorships that occurred and all of that. And I was bold in asking that question. Mm-hmm. You have to be bold. This is not an industry where you could just wait, apply and wait around and everything. is right. You have to go for it. It's it's crazy. But it, it's good that you actually committed yourself to helping other people because 
not only not knowing, a lot of time also what is holding most of us back from getting grant is not having the time to go through the process. So how much time does it usually take to write the application and then wait for the process to get the approval? And once you get approval, how long does it take to get the funding? This is such a great question um, because I hear it a lot. So the answer, unfortunately, is it depends. Mm. It depends on how much time. First of all, as an entrepreneur, you need to know how much time do you have to dedicate to your business. And if you don't, I would encourage you to take the time and really map out what, how many hours do I work on my business a week and what percentage of that can I dedicate to grants research and grant writing. Because from there, you will know, okay, I can maybe do two hours of research a week and maybe one hour of writing. And that will vary from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. For someone like myself, who I already know what I'm looking for, I already know where to look, that time is going to be a lot shorter than somebody that, say, is just started their business and has no idea where to begin their search. Mm -hmm. so, so, of course, timing is relative. I also want to make the point that each application is going to be different. Because small business grants are not as extensive as, say, a nonprofit grant. Mm. There's some grants that you can finish in an hour, maybe even less, if you already know the ins and outs of your business meticulously. Now, if you, this is your first go around, if the application is a lot more extensive, it may take you several months to complete that application. And especially for those of you who do not like to be on video. Maybe you're watching us right now and you're like, how are they doing this? I hate being on video. I can never speak on video. Get comfortable with being on video because majority of small business grants now, they want to see your face. They want to see your passion. They want to see your smile. That's contagious. And so you have to get comfortable being on video in order to enhance your application. That was actually me two years ago. I'm like, Facebook Live? Are you kidding me? Nuh-uh. Yeah, that was, exactly, <laughs> that was exactly me two years ago. And when I tell people, they're like, nah, no way. Mm -mm. But, you know, this that's just to, you know, to the testament of just doing things imperfectly and doing, doing it over and over again. Yes. You just get better at it. And I was the worst at it. I was freaking out. I looked funny when I first did it and I was doing trial, you know, recordings. It, it was hilarious. I kept some of them in this group so people can actually see it and see where I came from. So hopefully that will be a learning lesson. Um, going back to the application, I honestly have a list of grants that I'm wanting to apply to, but it's like, I don't have the time. So that's why I was asking you, how long does it usually take once you already have the grants? How long does it take to just do the application? So, so here's a tip because you mentioned you already know what grants that you want to apply to. Start with one, build out your skeleton, skeleton template. Keep in mind, we're talking about a skeleton. You're not going to copy paste everything, but mm -hmm. that same information, you could just translate into the next application. It's mm -hmm. really that simple. And all you have to do is finesse it tweak it for the next grant. And with each application, it's going to get so much easier because you have that skeleton proposal. That's a good idea. Do you just create the skeleton proposal like on a Word doc? Yes. So my favorite is Google Doc because Google doc, yeah. I am 
always on the go. I'll tell you a secret, Sarah. Right now, I'm even doing this from like the floor of my husband's grandmother's daycare because I just came from a convention. I'm always on the go. So I need they're amazing. <laughs> I need all of my stuff to be on the go as well. So I will be I'm that person in the car at Panera like working on a proposal. <laughs> While my kids are sleeping in the back seat, AC's on. Like, oh my goodness, that is hilarious. Well, I mean, hey, take advantage of every moment that you have. Why waste time? Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. You got to make it work. So Google Doc is that's my that's my go to, and it auto saves, so you never yeah. have to worry about. Oh my gosh, I I just messed up. I lost it. My computer crashed. It auto saves and you can access it. even. And the collaboration aspect of Google Doc, it allows you to have other people, you know, review it and edit and it's going to be real time. So, um, I mean, I, I love that. I use Google Doc, Google Sheet all the time. So it is great. That's fantastic. I want to know a little bit more about your beauty uh, academy that you're starting. Yeah, of course. So the beauty academy, like I mentioned, we have a whole um, legacy brand. So it's called Buffalo Ambition Beauty Academy. It's based out of Kissimmee, Florida. And basically our goal is to help the Latin American community get workforce ready within less than a year. So mm. the courses that we teach are, of course, cosmetology. Uh, we teach barbering, nail technician, but we also teach courses in the medical and dental industry, like anesthesia and medical assistant and phlebotomy. Wow. So we have a total of 10 programs um, that we are really focused on growing so that all of the masses of Latin Americans that have immigrated here, there's an estimated 62 million by 2025, just in Florida, just in Florida. Just we'll have opportunities. Yeah. And what's happening is they, they immigrate to the United States, specifically here in Florida, and they get two or three gig jobs to help support their families. We, we want them to work smarter. We want them to be conducive to our communities. And the best way to do that is to give them a trade. The beauty industry completely transformed mine and my husband's life when we were young and just having a baby and we wanna give other people that same opportunity. That's fantastic because, you know, you you leave your country, you migrate for a better opportunity. And sometimes when you don't have the resources, it's like double-edged sword, right? You leave your home and then you come and you struggle. So it, it's so wonderful to hear that you guys are putting so much time and effort to really up-level and uplift those people that really need it the most. Thank you. That's, yeah. that's yeah. wonderful. What are some other tips that you can give to entrepreneurs that either want to start their business or they've already started, but they're like really stuck, right? They yeah. need a little bit of push. What are some tips that you can share with them? Well, number one is to keep going. I cannot stress enough how many entrepreneurs quit too soon. And it's really because you did not put in the work. Uh, Instagram and social media has glamorized this six-figure culture. Uh, yes. I started my business last week. By next year, I'll be in six figures. There's a time that you have to put in and yes. you need to honor your transition. You need to honor you, the evolution of your business. So number one, I would just say, you know, honor where you are right now. Keep working at it. Don't become discouraged. Surround yourself with the right people. When it comes to funding, I like to use the Venn diagram and we're going to go back to fourth grade where if you don't know what the Venn diagram is, it's literally like, <laughs> it literally looks like this. It's two overlapping circles. 
Mm. And so on the left side, what we're going to do in this exercise is you're going to have what hats do you wear? So I'll use myself as an example. I'm a mom. I'm a rock climber. I am an entrepreneur. I'm a in the beauty industry. So that all goes on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side, I will write in exactly what do I do. So for my funding business, I help create opportunities for women to build their businesses. How do I do that? Through grants, giving them access to grants. I have consultations. So this is all of my actual what do I do's and who do I do it for. In mm -hmm. the middle, you're going to have what do I need? Do I need new staff? For example, I just acquired a grant for the Beauty Academy. We needed some licensings and additional training. So I got that. I need licensing. I need additional training, money for permits. Whatever it is that you need money for, put that in your Venn diagram. And then you are ready to start your search. Because now when I go into my database, if you are going into Google, you're going to put in grants for mompreneurs, for example, mm -hmm. because I pulled those keywords right out of my Venn diagram. And mm -hmm. so that's how you would begin from there. I want you to really hone in on what are the weaknesses and the strengths of your business? What are the challenges of your business? You need to know the ins and outs of your business so meticulously and in detail so that you could properly answer and articulate what you need to articulate on these proposals, because they do ask you, what are the challenges? Who are your competitors? How are you different? You need to be able to answer to that. And these are things that you need to know anyway, because you never know who your investor is going to come from, where he's going to come from or her. So just take the time to get to know the ins and outs of your business. And then my third tip for you is to start local. Start at your local municipalities, start with your city, your county, your university, your chamber of commerce, all of these places are places that have money to help you. Sometimes they'll look like they won't say grants. Sometimes they will say assistance, scholarship, opportunity. These are all synonyms for grant grants. money. Free money. <laughs> <laughs> that is so amazing. So that's very simple. You know, who you are, what you do, and then in the middle, what you need, and just focus on kind of what you need. Yes. That's that's wonderful. Those are really, really great tips. And I'll definitely make sure that, you know, we are tagging some of our community members. So hopefully they'll get to watch it. Yeah, um, yeah really, this is, this is great. The other thing that I wanted to ask you, so when they start writing, you know, for grant, is it a good idea to write for multiple grants because you never know which one you're going to be approved for? Or do you just want to kind of wait for another one, maybe get the feedback and then write the next one? So not every grant funder will give you feedback, um, especially if it's a highly competitive grant mm. um, or sometimes it can be a highly competitive grant and they will give you feedback. For example, federal grants, they are required to to provide you feedback. So it really just, again, depends on the funder. My recommendation is to at least have a funding strategy in place. What do I mean by that? Five grants to even 100 grants that you want to apply to within a year. Now, does that mean that you're going to get them all? Absolutely not. But it is a good exercise for you as a business owner. What do you lose? <laughs> Let's say you spent four hours on a grant. 
multiply that times your hourly income and this grant is for $10,000, I would say that's worth it. If your nice. hourly rate is 150, that's a pretty good conversion. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I also want to stress that it doesn't matter where you're at in your business. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs get really stuck on, well, I haven't really started or I just started and I can't get grants. I just did an interview on my podcast with the owner of Nanny Match. She just opened her business a month in. She applied to a grant. Second month in business, she got a $10,000 grant that she was able to use towards web design, operating expenses, and et cetera. So that is amazing. How about for established businesses, businesses that have been around, let's say, a couple of years to five, 10 years, can they still apply for grants? Yeah, absolutely. Keep in mind, each grant has a different eligibility and requirement. Mm -hmm. um, if you are looking at grants and you're in the five to 10 range, then what you're really looking at is scaling your business. And maybe, mm -hmm. you know, something like an accelerator might be a really good opportunity for you because you may have gotten to that point where you're like, okay, I don't feel like I'm growing anymore. I, <laughs> I need to look at how can I diversify my funding, whatever the case is. The thing with business grants that I personally love is it's so much more than just the money, Sarah. It's also the mentorships that come along with that. It's the oh. opportunity for you to rub shoulders with industry experts that maybe you wouldn't have had access to in the past. And that, that's gold. See, I didn't know there was mentorship along with the money. That's ideal. And I'm thinking for those that have been in the that are in the five to 10 year range, it should actually be easy to get approved. Right. Because if you have been in a business that long, you're a more mature, you know, business. Right. So do you think it's easier to get approved when you're at that stage or it doesn't really matter? It doesn't really matter. Each funder has a totally separate priority per funding cycle. It's not even just like per, mm -hmm. per funder. Every cycle has a different priority and a different focal point. So it's not necessarily going to be that because you are more tenured, you have a better chance of getting a grant because there's people that have been in business for a very long time, but cannot articulate with as much passion who it is that they serve and what's the impact that they do. Like let's say someone who's been in business for only three years. So it really just, it really just depends. And the yeah, better you sense. get, the better you get at being able to speak to the problem, then the easier it will be for you to write these grants. Gotcha. Gotcha. What are the minimum requirements that people need to prepare or be prepared for before they even, you know, start working on the application? So I would say more than anything, your mindset. Do not go into this saying, well, let's just see what happens. I never go into a grant like that. I always go into a grant with the mentality, this money is meant for me. Mm -hmm. If it hit my desktop screen, it's for a reason. There is an alignment here. I'm going for it because it's mine. And even if it's not, I say, you know, whoever got that is going to bless so many people. It's going to be awesome. And I hope that one day I get to connect with them. I go into this super positive because if not, that energy, that feeds into your application. The person reviewing it on the other end is going to be like, this person does not even take themselves seriously. They are all in their head. Next. Next. Through thousands of applications. Yeah. How are you going to stand out? It's really the little things. So when it comes to more tactful 
um, elements. All you need is an idea. All you need is a vision because there's grants for every stage of business. There's grants for merchandise that hasn't even been built out yet. That is still mm -hmm. in journals and they just don't know how to even begin. There's, there's grants for that and programs for that. There are programs for people who are in the red and just need an out and they can speak to, hey, this is where I'm at. You have to be honest with the funder. This is where I'm at. This is what led me here. This is what I believe is going to help me get out of the hole. They really want to see your honesty and your heart and your passion for the people that you're serving. And so really when it comes to what do I need? Do I need to be an LLC? How do I need to be in business for this amount of time? It doesn't matter. There's a grant. Yeah. You just have to have that conviction. Be yeah. positive when you write the grant because it does show in your writing. Because yeah. imagine when you're excited about something and you're so positive about something, the way you write, the words you use, even the way you explain, it makes a difference. Just because it's in writing, don't think that, you know, it's going to show up when the person reads it. It yeah. is going to show up. They're going to feel it because it comes through your words, the way you express, you know, how your business is and what you're trying to do. So be be sure about it. Be convicted and know that it is for you and you deserve it. You more than deserve it. Everybody who has started or is planning or even has an idea for a business deserves it. That's what's there for. So go get it. Go after it. This has been a great conversation. Do you have any free resources that you want to share? Or do you have like either a workshop or anything that you would like people to know? And then let everybody know where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, Sarah, thank you so much. This was Absolutely. incredible. I hope that you gained so much value out of it. And that you're oh, I did. Well, <laughs> I did. <laughs> you can further connect with me by visiting my website. It is buffaloambitionco.com. On there, you'll have access to my free masterclass on where do you find these grants and have some free and paid resources there for you. Um, I do have a, a podcast where you can hang out with me at Nothing For Granted. I don't know if you get the pun Ooh. there. Grant. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> And of course, Instagram, if you have any other questions and just, you know, want to pop in and say, hi, you're crazy for having four kids. Totally fine. You could do that. That's at Sloan the Beast. Thank you. You're so blessed. Much. <laughs> you're blessed. Thank you so much, Sloan. It was so great having you. And hopefully we're going to reconnect again. Yes, thank thank you. you so much. All right, everyone. Gosh, I hope you guys learned from this, you know, interview as much as I did. Gosh, such a pleasure to have Salon. Beautiful, wonderful conversation, a beautiful lady. So I hope you take this and take action because there's no point in us bringing not only guests and bringing your amazing guests with so many tips that are really going to help you grow your business. I mean, getting grants to grow your business, that's an incredible opportunity. So Take actions, start with one. And then as you continue to apply for more, you're going to get better at it. If you need help, reach out to Salon. All right. So definitely take action. Just a quick announcement. We are going to have our three-day workshop starting tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time. And we'll be sharing the Zoom link. And then we're going to stream it right here in the group as well. So we'll see you guys again next week on another Guest Expert interview. Have an awesome day.
thank you so much for joining us today. Connect with us on Instagram or join our Facebook group. Links for our Instagram and Facebook group will be in the show notes. Join us for another episode next week. Until then, keep rocking your purpose. Thank you.